Welcome to It's a Good Life with Brian Buffini, founder of America's largest business coaching company. Here's a short classic cut from one of our all-time favorite episodes. As usual, I have three main points for you. I want to talk about getting the year off to a good start. So I'm talking about having good habits for a good life. The first one is kind of the warning. There's too much comfort in our comfort zone. So if you want to have a good life, which ultimately sounds comfortable to people, you ultimately don't want to have too much comfort. Second, uh, we're going to talk about how it's time to reflect. We want to feel better, think better, do better. And then we're going to get into some how-tos, which is uh, good goals lead to a good year. You know, it's true. What we want is comfort. We all want comfort, especially when we're stressed. But I want to share that definitely there's some good parts to comfort, but a life full of comfort is not a good life. Comfort by definition is a pleasant and satisfying feeling of being physically or mentally free from pain and suffering. I'd like to be free from pain and suffering, and wouldn't we all? Unfortunately, human beings grow under stress. Now, we don't want to be stressed out, but under pressure of movement and activity and, and trying to grow, our muscles grow when we put them under stress. The actual, the fibers have micro tears in them. And as those tears are healed back up, that's where you feel that lactic acid when you first start working out. That's the healing process taking place. And what's happened is those muscles are getting bigger. They're getting stronger. They're getting fitter. That's what we need to do. So I'm going to talk about that. Too much comfort in our comfort zone. So the first thing that happened with that is COVID. We basically had a worldwide state-imposed mandates and orders to stay at home. And with that came all kinds of things. And this has gone on and on and on for an extended period of time. And it's produced some good things and it's produced some not so good things and some habits that we've drifted into that seem very comfortable. But do you think about it? Like if you picture the comfort zone, right? Someone's sitting back in their chair, feed up. They have whatever their snack of choice is, whatever their comfort food is of choice. They have a beverage in hand, feed up, watch in the box. What if a person stays in that place? What if you stayed like that for 24 hours or 72 hours? You wouldn't be able to move. You'd be so stiff. You'd feel sick eating that type of food all the time. Mentally, you wouldn't be that sharp just sitting there watching TV or program after program after program. So here's the definition of a comfort zone. It's meant to rest and recover and to be of comfort. It's not meant to be a permanent state, and it sure as heck is not a key ingredient to the good life. Next, stay-at-home has produced a work-life shift culturally that's kind of extraordinary. 16% of companies globally, according to Owl Labs, are now fully remote. 45% of full-time U.S. employees work from home, uh, either all, 25%, or part of the time, 20%. That's cool. Uh, There's some good things that's come out of that. There's some work-life balance things that have come out of that. But I'm also going to say this to you. People do better together. People inspire one another. People champion one another. Physical connection and interaction, the electricity between people. When that stuff is missing, it becomes comfortable. But it doesn't necessarily mean it's the best. And so this is another part of it. And I'm not saying if you're working from home, you're doomed. I'm just going to say this. If you're working from home, you'd better have some good habits in your life so that you get out and about, up and around, intentionally interact with people, intentionally seek out fellowship and connection. You better have that in your plan. Otherwise, Uh, you'll find yourself in the lazy boy emotionally, personally, even spiritually. And then the third thing I see with uh, too much comfort in a comfort zone is isolation. You know, it's funny when you're home, right? You don't really have to get dressed up to go to work or all that kind of stuff. I saw a funny little uh, bumper sticker there. My boyfriend's been working from home so long, he now refers to pants as hard pants. It's comfortable, but I just don't know that we go through life wearing sweats all day long or you end up with a sweats mindset. And so if you're a little too comfortable today, I hope to challenge you to get out of your comfort zone, get out and about. 
Throughout history, there have always been people who've been in fear, living small lives. But I will say this, I have no time for people who want to bring me down because they're fearful, they're scared, and they're not going outside. What I want to do is champion people who want to get outside, who want to get back to living a good life, who want to achieve great things. That's what I'm after. Now, if you've been drifting into that comfortable stuff and it's time to get out of it, great. Then my second major point's for you. It's time to reflect. I have a couple of quick questions for you. What good habits did you pick up in the last 12 months? And I want you to make a list of your good habits. Where have you drifted in the last 12 months? And then what are the one or two habits you need to introduce to your life to have a great year? You know, a habit is a pattern of behavior acquired by frequent repetition. So what's a good habit you picked up in the last 12 months? Something you've started doing and you've started doing frequently. And I want you to think about this because you put this away and you put this in your mindset and your psyche. Yeah, that's right. I do do that. You know, give yourself a little pat on the back and also reinforce. Yeah, I'm doing this and it's a good thing to do. The more difficult one is where have you drifted in the last 12 months? Now, sometimes it's hard to reflect upon those things ourselves. And so this is where I, I'll just tell you what I did, which is I sat down with my bride. We went out to a really nice place for dinner. We had a really nice time. And then I said to her, you know, I'm doing a little work for the new year. Where have you seen me drift in the last 12 months where I'm not quite on it the way I was on it? She shared a couple of things. A couple of them were, yeah, yeah, I had that on my list. And then one of them was like, oh, really? Sheesh. So sometimes we need a little bit of that and you need a little bit of intestinal fortitude to go ask the ones you love that maybe, you know, you're open to grow. You want to change. You want to be your best and that you're open to it. And hopefully the person has enough skill to be able to communicate it without hitting you over the head with a sledgehammer. To be in hell is to drift. To be in heaven is to steer. If you want to have a good year, you got to steer this year. And the first thing you got to steer is your own habits, your own life, your own patterns. And then lastly, uh, what are the one or two habits you need to introduce to your life for a great year? Aristotle said, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, it's a habit. We are what we repeatedly do. What do you repeatedly do? And is there a possibility to change? Of course there is. So we examine kind of the comfort zone and what that looks like. Then we do a bit of reflection. Now, maybe we can do something about it. I've been teaching goal setting for 25 years. And there are different type of goals that you need to set. So the first thing is you want to do a five-circle assessment. Spiritual, family, business, financial, personal. Personal is physical and emotional well-being. Rate yourself on a scale of one to ten. And this is the key to success. You know, especially in America, because someone writes down, I'm a five. You might be very generous to yourself, or you might be being very harsh to yourself. But success is ten. And I say, if you want to have a good year, success is going from a five to a six. Now, you might say, man, that's not life-changing. But if you go to a five to a six spiritually and you go from a six to a seven in your family and you went from a four to a five in your finances and you went from a six to a seven in your business, all together, it's a massive change. And next thing you know, you've had this major leap because the other dynamic of human beings is when we go, oh my gosh, I'm 100 pounds overweight. I'm going to lose 100 pounds. I'm going to do it in 90 days or six months. The chances of that happening are almost zero. It's too overwhelming. Your subconscious mind goes into terror mode and snaps on the brakes. So we need to do a five-circle assessment on a scale of one to 10. Where are you? And then we're going to have you write some goals. And the goals are going to be 10-day goals and then 10-month goals. 10-day is what gets you started. And that's the key. You just need some momentum. When you're doing 10-day goals and you're checking off the box, you feel like the wind is at your back. You're moving towards the good life. You've written something down, you made a commitment, and you started doing it. And what do we know about writing a goal down as opposed to having a goal in mind? Most people have goals in mind. 
it is seven times more likely to happen when you have a goal that's written down as opposed to a goal in mind. So we need to get the ball rolling. We're going to assess ourselves. Where are we at on a scale of one to 10? I'm going to do 10 days. I'm going to try to improve each area of my life by one. And it can be something simple. A friend of mine says, I'm going to stop drinking pop and start drinking water. Fantastic. I mean, that's huge. Over the course of a year, transformative to that person's health. So we do the 10 days and then we do a 10 months. And 10 months is really kind of brings a deeper level of motivation. So if you want to get that assessment to find out where you are and rate yourself a little bit in each one of the five circles, or you want to get the 10-day and the 10-month goal sheets, just go to itsagoodlife.com. You can download those, write out your goals, do the assessment. You'll be well on your way to having a good year. May the road rise up to meet you, and may the wind always be at your back. May the rain fall soft upon your fields, and the sun shine warm upon your face. And until we meet again, may God hold you in the hollow of his hand. See you next time.